On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show head in this Double Barrel Wednesday, Sean Callahan, Parker Gabriel, the mailbag, and more. It is wow. also Tom Osborne's birthday today. We'll get to that here in a second. 85 years old for T.O. today. Sweet. Yeah. 85. Do you feel 85 sometimes? No. Good. I, I, good, bro. We're on the right path here, then. Yeah, I don't. That's, That's good. 30 years from now. Glad to hear that. God, I just hope I make it that long. I hope you do years. too. Yeah, hope you do too. Um, how, Harrison's here. Harrison's here. I'm Good here. Morning. You're here. Good morning to everybody. Yes, hello to you all. You can text him where you're where you're listening from at 402-464-5685 on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream. Feels better and outside today. Yeah, it, it, I. You said that when you walked in. I said it's still pretty damn cold out there. You know, yeah, it's still I the wind's the not weather. blowing. You, you know what the actual weather is right now? Is it the actual is it, is temperatures? It, is that it, we've is it negative right now? Temperature? It's zero degrees. Yeah, that's there you warmer go. to you. The feel like is actually negative eighteen. So, <laughs> I guess if that feels warmer to you than yesterday, then, then kudos to you. The wind's Good not blowing. You. Yeah, the wind's not blowing, but it's, it feels like negative eighteen right now. On these days, I I hearken to that day when I forgot I didn't have my I didn't have my car keys. I couldn't yeah. find them, and I had to ride the motorcycle. It was thirteen that day, though. But I, <laughs> God, that that scarred me for life. That did. You had gloves though, right? Didn't you? Yeah, I had gloves. I thought I, I thought one time you came here unprepared with uh, with like no gloves or a jacket with that with that bike. That once. could have been that that, that might have been a yeah. separate time. Yeah, I think it was. But you you. You severely underdressed for the weather. You you did you thought it'd be warmer outside, and you came in like, I needed that's gloves right. today. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I didn't have any. That's all right. Like a child. Yeah. Well, like a small child. Who's surprised though? All right, let's talk about this. People, already, about people are already calling in. I'm sure they're upset about last night's basketball game. Nebraska once again lost to Northwestern. Sip uh, on the road in Evanston. 77-65, not really that competitive all the way through. They were down by six at halftime. They trailed yeah. double digits in the first half for most of it. Then they got it down to six at half. Scored the first bucket of the second half to go down by four. And then after that, it wasn't really close ever again. They lose by 12. Same story as the first game. Northwestern makes a bunch of threes. 13 to be exact. 13 for 32 on threes. Nebraska just 7 of 24. And now the Huskers have three consecutive 20-loss seasons now that's under the, Fred Hoiberg. Now, that's the first time in program history. That's the first time in program history that Nebraska's had three straight 20-loss seasons. The best argument for Fred for keeping Fred right now is that the win-loss record doesn't matter, that it's about the future. 
Um, that's... To that I say, I don't. I can't speak to you. Wh- whoever says that, I, I don't. I can't even converse with them because you, we're on different planets. We are so far off of this, and I, I, nothing you can say if you're that person out there about the future will be anything that I agree with or listen to. Sorry. Well, I won't. I won't hear. Well, the, isn't that the best argument? Yeah, and I'll just say, well, all right. Well, the future is great everywhere. You know, the fu- Don't fix anything because the future will always be fixed some in some capacity with the current current regime or whatever we're doing. It wasn't a. It was a. The attendance listed as three thousand four hundred eighty-seven. I bet that's probably being generous too. Yeah, there wasn't. It was not it a daunting like, atmosphere at all. Sound like a. It's just an open gym, basically. It did. Right. Yeah, you can hear the, the the shoes squeaking out yeah. there. And yeah, some chatter on the court. Yeah, I will say though that Northwestern played well. Um, I think they, yeah, they played well. They shot fifty percent from the field, um, made thirteen three pointers, thirteen of thirty two. Northwestern, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, they made seven in the first half and six in the second. Yeah, thirteen of thirty two from three is good. Um, they had twenty assists. And 12 turnovers. Nebraska had 16 assists, 15 turnovers. Nebraska actually out-rebounded Northwestern. Why are we talking about this game? Um, the- what happened in people, you know. <laughs> I'll admit, I didn't, I didn't watch much. I wasn't exactly invested or care about it. Nebraska, yeah, 7-21 and 1-15. and 1-15. I did watch it. You, why, why do you do this to yourself? I don't I, – I have this strange – there's a pull to just witness history. I'm witnessing history. You like to watch a car crash, don't no, you? No, 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 no. This is history, what we're watching. It's painful. It's bad history. I know, but it's I history. I watch good history. But it's history. That's This is the first time the program's lost 20 games in three straight seasons. I mean, don't aren't they, you they interested? Have, they had, they've never had a 20-loss season ever before the, the Hoiberg era. Right. It's not just three straight. These are the only three Ever in the history of the program to have 20 losses in a season, you witnessed the Danny Knee 11 and 19 season. I that did. was not a 20 loss team. It was no, bad. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't this bad. But that, that was that was as, as bad as, as it had gotten. 19 mm-hmm. losses, three straight. The only ever in the history of the program, it's happened three straight years. So again, to the people you say that who the only thing they can say is the future. I say. Talk to the hand because the face ain't listening to that. All right? I don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Talk to the hand. Just talk to it. <laughs> right there. I can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. McGowan's played pretty well. Um, pretty did, well. Did, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he no, didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> See, even even these these blanket statements, it's I got not you. true. No, I appreciate. Bryce were, was five for sixteen last night. Yeah, he didn't play. He did one. have a double double, fifteen yeah. points, ten boards. But you got to look at how you get there, with going five for sixteen, one of six on threes, and four of six on free throws. I mean, it's, it's not. You know, he's got to get probably freshman of the week again. But it wasn't exactly impressive. What he did. <laughs> freshman of the week. He'll have his eighth straight. He'll have his eighth freshman of the week award because there's not that many good freshmen in the conference apparently. <laughs> And and this is where we're at. Nebraska will will now play. I mean, their next game coming up, they'll have what they have four left in the schedule. Thank thank God, we're almost done with this. Uh, they'll play against Iowa on Friday night. I had a friend say, "Do you want to go to the game?" I said, "No." Why would you even ask me that question right now? I said, "Are you serious?" 
Do you, do you like watching this team lose in person? Did you watch the last Iowa game? Did you see what Iowa did last night? Oh, by the way, they murdered Michigan State. Crunched them. They were up by 30 points. Crunched them. In the second half, one by, I think, 25. Yeah, hey, yeah. Not, no, I don't want to see Nebraska play Iowa on by Friday. The way, by the way, Michigan State in danger of not making the tournament. That would be the first time in, I believe, 23 years. Izzo's made 23 straight. Tom Izzo has made 23 straight NCAA tournaments. Sparty in danger of not making the tournament. How about that? Well, all, all good things have to come to an end sometime. Well, thank you for that cliche. <laughs> it's cliche day, baby. It's hey, let's day. see what Dave has to say. Uh, we, we weren't planning on delving too no. far into basketball, but let's, let's see what I, Dave I, has I just, to say. I just got really bothered by it, it was a good tweet by Chris Bassnett, but him saying that it, we've never seen any previous coach lose 20 games, and it's happened now all okay. three years okay. of the Hoiberg era. Just That just pisses me off to no extent. Dave? Four six four five six eight five. You're on early break. Go ahead, man. Hey, morning, Jake and Steve. Did I hear it on BTN right that Fred was not expecting Ben to leave? That that kind of threw him for a loop. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. That was gosh. said on the end of the broadcast. Yeah, there's a lot. There, yeah, he did say it. He said that the point guard issue is because because of Banton's oh. late departure during the summer for the NBA. What That's did you, unbelievable. What, uh, yeah. I felt I mean, that way, too. Why do you say that? barely played last year, and now who's in the NBA averaging three points, maybe, and sometimes not playing or five minutes a game. Look, he's going to have to bring Fred in the office and say, look, write, write on a sheet of paper how much do you think you need for me to ask you to leave, and then <laughs> slide the sheet of paper over to Trev. And if Trev agrees, then he goes. It's just like, look, he's not playing any freshman, guys. He's playing C.J. or He's not playing McPherson or any other guys. And then next year, you're going to be playing all freshmen, and you're going to expect to get any better. It's just, this is a disaster. I, I don't know how you keep him from now. That's unheard of. Three straight 20 losing seats. It hurts me because, guys, I feel yes. like I told you, I used to drive up from Kansas City years ago. Yep in the 80s and 90s and watch this team in basketball. This is horrible. Look, there's only there's like about five Division One teams that have won like one game. There's a couple of Georgetown who have won zero. This is, this is bad. And there's still people out there, Jake and Steve, who think that he deserves to come back. Those people are ignorant, dumb, and stupid. You know? <laughs> it just... I can't believe it. But yeah. thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Ignorant, dumb, and stupid per Dave if you support Hoiberg. Well, Fred is, I mean, he's a gentleman. Um, he handles this stuff very well. Um, that's, I mean, the, I mean, Riley was like, Mike Riley was like that. People like him. I mean, he's, Mike Riley was, was very popular with a lot of media. I would say Fred is pretty popular with a lot of media. Um, that, now the the Banton comment oh, that Dave, Dave Revson brought that up, yeah, right? Right at the end of the game, Fred Fred told the BTN crew that they're in a fix at point guard because Banton. Now now it's true that Banton did decide in the summer, fairly late, to go to the NBA. Correct. It's also true that Banton was benched last year from the point guard role on a horrible team. True. <laughs> But but Fred would counter with, 
but Banton is in the NBA. And I respond with, but Banton was benched on your pathetic team last year. What are we talking about here? You can't spin something, Fred, because he got drafted. That That is a reason why you have no point guard here or how I, I can accept that to be okay. A lot of what... Because you benched that player last year as a starter. A lot of what Fred says doesn't pass the sniff test is what I, I have concerns about sometimes. Like... The whole Trey McGowan's is the heart and soul of our team, and once he returns, everything will be much better. Uh, what? Chris, really? Yeah. Well, Trey's a fine player, but all right. the heart and soul of your team is going to fix heart, everything? He's the heart and soul of your – that's – really? I, I mean, and we just kind of lap it up, you know, like – I don't think we bought that one. We said, I don't think so. Mm-mm. We didn't lap that up. We said, uh, um, all right, I suppose if you say so. I haven't really listened to what he's been saying recently. And again, I don't care if he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. You see through things that are not telling the truth all the time or they're they're just trying to get out of certain situations Mm -hmm. and spin it away. It's the spin zone. We all know the spin zone. The Banton explanation to the BTN crew really jumped out at me that way. Now, again, though, I mean, Fred, I know what Fred would say. He's in the NBA. How could that not help us? I, I just said what I would say back to him. Fred, you benched him. He obviously wasn't good enough last year in that role. He's not playing point guard in the NBA all the time. He's playing, you know, he's he's kind of a hybrid out there at this point. And as Dave said, again, he's a rookie, so it's understood. But he's not playing that much. He's been kind of back and forth between the NBA and the G League at this point. As a bench player. He did lead Nebraska in turnovers last year. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, there you go. That's probably why he got benched from the team. (laughs) He did lead Nebraska in assists, though. He he, he led Nebraska in assists and turnovers last year. 105 assists to 67 turnovers. Um, Banton um, shot 41% from the field. The problem with Delano was he shot 24% from three-point range. And there's often some often some horrifying shots from that range. That, yeah, I was that really struck me. I, I probably struck a lot of people, including Dave, caller Dave, last night when Revson went into that spiel late. That Fred said, "Yep, we're, we're, we got caught at point guard because Banton left." I'd never heard that spin before. I, that's the first time I've heard that. I like what Dave said. You know, bring Fred in the office. It's not how do you, how do you come back? Is it not what? Dave Revson? Dave, no, no, yeah, sorry, Dave, Caller, Caller Dave. Dave. I like what Caller Dave said, saying, "Hey, what do we need to pay you to go away? That's not eighteen million." Well, well, I think Fred could respond. I want eighteen point five million yeah. as as per the contract that I signed, and as per the contract that you signed. We both signed the deal. It's very possible that it happens. Yeah, very but possible. This this just cannot go on any longer. It just I can't. I don't think coaches want to get in the habit of surrendering millions of dollars off the contract that they signed. I'm I'd back Fred on that. I would. And I get that the contract's a contract. Yeah. But you're just hoping he'll do you a favor here and say, Fred, are you having a fun time? Do you really think you're doing a good job? Are you worthy of this money that we're about to give you? To go away well, and that's also when to be Fred, here. Fred would say that's not for me to determine. That's for you to determine. And if you're and if you're going to depart ways, say, I want my eighteen. I would, I would say, Fred, can I, can I give you a stat? You are the first coach in the history of this program, which, by the way, has never won a tournament game, to ever lose twenty 
have three straight 20-plus loss seasons? Do you feel like you're doing your job? Hmm? This is not a proud tradition of success at this program. There is some. There is some. We all make it. We Be careful make, with Nebraska that. gets made fun of for for never having a tournament win. I mean, we're this is, we're seen, asking for one tournament win. I've seen now, a lot. I, now that's where I bite back a little bit. I've seen a lot of good basketball in this in this program. It is, a it, lot it does not have a lot in general. The Nebraska basketball program it has it has some tradition, but it is not a tradition rich program. No, it's not. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's not. This has been a a. You know, a, a, always a tough team, a tough place to win for coaches. Danny Neve had success here, made made quite a few tournaments. But he's not the only coach who had success here. Nebraska has Nebraska, Cipriano had a measure of success. Iba had a measure of success. Nebraska has made one NCAA tournament since 1998. Doc it had Doc had some success. Miles had some success. They had those guys had success. Collier right. had a little. success. What I just said though is true. Nebraska has made one tournament since 1998. And it was 2013-14 and they lost as a snuck in Vezier's 11 seed. I mean, they were not a for sure team. They were almost in the play-in game. Once. Again, this is a, a program that has historically been mediocre to bad. Historically. Right? Over time? Combined, so couldn't Fred? It's couldn't, mediocre to bad, and now it's historically bad. Now, couldn't Fred's supporters say, "Jake, you're basically making a case for"? No, him. I'm saying. What do you expect? No, I'd say supporters. It's been bad. It has never been what the hell you're putting out there is. I I, I understand. If I if I said if I stated this program in general has been over in the history of time again, knowing there's been some good and some bad, it has historically been. Mediocre to bad, so, right? So, Is that fair? Yeah, so I'm going to take up Fred's side. What can't, Couldn't Fred's side say, well, then we need more than three years here? I mean, you're, you're laying out a very passionate case that for the, you know, the lack of tradition, the lack of winning, how difficult it is to build a winner here. Well, maybe, maybe he needs more than three years. I don't think you actually mean that. You're trying to play out an actual. I'm, play, I'm playing you're devil's playing, advocate. You're playing a major. I'm, I'm playing de- a major devil's trying advocate. Trying to be fair. I I'm know. Trying to be fair. You're playing a, a crazy devil's advocate. No, that's not crazy. It's not crazy. I'll say it again. This, this program combined historically, you would say in general, with some good and some bad, it has been a mediocre to bad program. Mike, hold on. I want to say it one is thing. now horrible. I'm going to play the role horrendous. of AD here. Okay, I'm going to play the role of AD. That decides that makes the determination. I can't pay this eighteen point five million dollars. It's not feasible. Then I have to come up with a statement, and I have to say why I'm bringing Fred back. And that's the genesis of it. This program has historically struggled. One NCAA tournament appearance appearance in the last twenty three years, twenty four years, in the last quarter century. One. That's what I say. Yeah, one since okay nineteen ninety eight. So if I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking about an AD statement. It's going to take a long time to rebuild this program. It's going to take a long time to build this program, not rebuild, build this program. It's not going. To, it's not a three-year deal. What do we feel about Tim Miles and the rebuild he had to do? He made the dance in his second year, right? He made the sec. He made the NCAA tournament, predicted last that season in the media poll in the coaches poll, and finished fourth in the conference. And made the t- the big dance mm-hmm. for the first time since '98. For the first time in 16 years, the team made the dance. 
he didn't need three years yeah. to get to make it be be respectable. I don't know what Trev would say when someone came back at him like that. I would have to think about that with my advisors. Um, yeah. Well, Your yeah. Devil's advocate advisors are really in pain right yeah, now. We believe they? in. Fr- I, I mean, <laughs> <Your> devil's advocate. <laughs> I can see the sweat coming down I your know, face, really Mr. Hard. Devil's Let's advocate. Let's see what Mike says. Let's see if Mike can advocate yes. for Fred. Uh, four four six four five six eight five. Call and text as always. Mike, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, I guess I didn't know I had to advocate. No, you don't have Fred, to. You don't have to. No, please don't. No, I know. I'm just kidding. And I don't think he talked about this. I lost reception for a minute, but. The thing that really bothers me about that Bandon comment, yeah. you know, yeah. it's year three. You know, if if John Cook loses his setter because injuries happen, things happen, do you not have a plan B? I guess that's what really bothers me. I, I, I think in year three there's no excuses as far as that goes. If, if the quarterback goes down, he better have somebody else prepared. That's just good, good point. Coaching. So to put it on one guy – that's even, to me, more of an indictment that, hey, we didn't have a plan because one guy could make the whole house of cards fall. Oh, that's a good point, Thanks. Mike. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's a really – hey, Jake. Call. Okay, now he just made a great point, and we need to we need to acknowledge that, okay? I, I, you know where I go back to? You know what I, was, what I was really struck by during the Pelini years? When your quarterback goes down, when your starting quarterback goes down, there's no – you get no grace in the sport of college football. And and it's that and it's not just that way at Nebraska. That's everywhere. That's everywhere. Yeah. If your if your starting quarterback goes down, your fan base doesn't say, "Okay, throw out this season. We're not judging it." His starter went down. It's NFL too. It's yeah. Every, that's, yeah. That's you everywhere. don't. That, that's not the way this world works. Um, I but I was really struck by that when it got down to the third string quarterback at Nebraska. That the, Ron the, Kellogg. Ron Kellogg. Yeah. When it got down to Kellogg, he beat Northwestern with the Hail Mary. Yeah, beat Penn State, I believe. Beat Penn State on the road. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um. So, yeah, I think, Jake, that a lot of people heard that Banton comment by Dave Revson, and, re- and it, I think it it triggered them. I think there was a degree – it did me. I will say that. I, I wondered right when Revson said, oh, I wonder how people are going to react to that. Well, that's two callers that brought it up. See, that's what I mean by Fred. A lot of what he says does not pass the sniff test. It just doesn't. It's surprising because he's the mayor. He seems like he's a very honorable person. I think he is. But a lot of this, what he says just comes off as as really sort of weak excuse-making. And that, that Banton comment is really weak excuse-making for the reason that Mike said. Okay, so that's it. Banton leaves a, a guy that you benched last year that led the team in turnovers and shot 24% from the three-point line. He leaves, and that's what the problem is? Yeah. A guy, as I mentioned, yeah, was benched. This yeah. man was benched. This man on a bad team was benched. I want to hear I want to hear a, a, a Fred defender is what I prefer to hear. I don't are think you that they on the, text the only people that defend Fred is, are talking about the buyout. That's it. I mean, that, if money is the one thing holding you back, you just got to do it. You got <laughs> to bite the bullet. And I know it sucks, but that cannot be the one Can thing you, Matt, But, you Jake, back. the thing you're not taking into account is that this will have to be explained. Do you want Trev Alberts to be transparent in that conversation and say, we simply can't afford the buyout. We are 
we have to bring back Fred. What now? Yeah, wait a you, second. You, you, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, what? how would that go over? I think you'd have people pitch in saying, how, how could we help No, no, out? no, no. How would that go over? What's that saying? What is that? What is that? That you're stuck? <laughs> yeah. How unappealing is that? We would like to move on. We simply can't. What's that sending? What's that message sending to Fred? It's it'd be unfair. It would be un, let's face it, it would be unfair to Fred if you said that. You would have to come up with the reason I'm playing devil's advocate this morning is because essentially I'm I'm playing the role of AD where you have to explain why you're bringing him back, Jake. You can't just bring him back without an explanation. Well, okay, me, you can send yeah. out a statement, but but there's going to be media that say no. We need more than a statement, Trev. We need. We need you to lay out the case for Fred. You have to lay out a case for him. Does Trev want to do that? We'd well, have to do it if he brings because him if, back. If the money, <sighs> of course, he wouldn't want to do it, but he have to do it. You can't simply say to your to your fan base, "We're bringing him back because we can't afford to fire him." I don't think you can say that. Maybe you can. I mean, maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. Maybe it's as simple as that. How often do you see that, though? Curtis. Yeah, he can't fire a guy because he costs too much to go away. It's just, uh, the jokes write themselves here, man. This is, this is so sick. <laughs> it's kind of funny I, when you I, think, when you speech, think about that. I am speechless at times when I think about just how inept this place has been for years. It's pretty, when you think, yeah, now that you're, you've, we, you've reacted that way, think about Harrison. Think about Jimmy Kimball could have a heyday with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Nebraska can't fire the coach because it costs him too much to fire him. They can't this, this is a comedy show. We live in a comedy act, and Jimmy, for us, it's torture. For the others, it's hilarious. Jimmy Kimmel would have a heyday with that. I have a heyday with it. I, I think of Iowa fans just looking at Nebraska in all sports and just laughing, saying, "You, you guys are pathetic." All these foot. Easy, you haven't Jake, beat us since fourteen in football. Basketball, we lose Luca Garza, we lose these guys, and guess what? We're a tournament team the next year. We're supposed to be bad. Here comes Keegan Murray to be a star. We got Caitlin Clark in women's basketball, who's a stud. Look at us. (laughs) We're the shiny toy. You're the idiot in the box over there. (laughs) In the box, Jake. Top 25, Iowa. Top 25 team now. Just Just beat Michigan State by 25 points. Luca Garza was honored at halftime, and they were pumped to see him there. Curtis. Curtis, you're on early break. Go ahead. Well, good morning. Yes, good morning. Hey, uh, I guess my question is, I mean, a lot of people had to sign off on these contracts to give them it's so true. much money to buy out, and it seems to be a recurring problem here. You know, Bo Pelini got paid for years after he got fired, and, you know, Scott had a huge buyout. I mean, who signed off on this that still works for the university? I mean, that seems to be kind of the problem. Okay. So, uh, that's all I have. All right, Curtis, I'll thank you. Curtis. Yeah, let's let's – Let's get this back on the tracks. So what happens, Curtis, is coaches nowadays, the standard procedure is to keep them, is to extend their contract so they have five years for recruiting purposes. So you can, so you, so that demonstrates stability, right? Um, so that's why. Now, as far as Fred's contract goes, now Fred's contract was extended secretly it wasn't announced in the was it that so it would have been the summer of 2021 mm-hmm. summer of 2021 um it was Curtis it was not announced which is a big issue with 
with a lot of people, and I'd say including myself. Now, it's it's obviously you point the finger to a certain degree at Bill Moose. You point the, the finger at Fred a little bit for for not for not saying. I think we should make this transparent and and come out with it. But also, you're right, Curtis. It's not just Bill Moose that signs off on this extension. It has to be signed off on by Ronnie Green. Has to be signed off by on by Ted Carter. So it it goes higher up than the AD. There's people that are a lot of people that are culpable. Now, as far as this buyout goes, Jake, what if he wouldn't have got extended for three point five million another year? We'd still be talking about a fifteen million dollar buyout. That's a stupid high. All right, yeah, we'd st- Jake, we'd still be talking about a fifteen million dollar buyout. Okay, mm. and if we wait till you know the end. If we wait two years, it's going to be eleven point five million. I mean, it's, it's see now that now what that are we doing? that's why I think you have to do it now. I mean, you're not. It's not going to be like you're saving a bunch of money. Right, right. It's still going to be fifteen million. You're in a fix. You're in a fix. You are in a fix. It's it's we can talk about it in very adult terms, right? Teams one and fifteen. It's in very. It looks very much like a team that's headed to one and nineteen in the Big Ten, like a seven wins. Now I will. Now you remember though. I I said at the beginning of the year, this this team might not win ten. And I don't. That that's not acceptable. Right. That, that's something. That's something I'd say. Well, okay. Well, cool. You were right. <laughs> that's not acceptable. No. no. There's there's no defense for that. There's there's no. Give us time. It's early. No. Th- there's no defense. There's nothing out there. I won't. I will not listen to any more Hoiberg supporters. I, you, you can't. I will just tune you out. There's nothing there. There. I see the games with my own eyes. I see this team. They don't get better. They get worse. They had one win. Congratulations. You beat Minnesota, who is scuffling. Also, you beat them. Other than that, you make Northwestern look like they should be a six seed. The tournament. The the NCAA tournament, and they're. Overall, well, they might get they might get rid of Colin. thirteen and thirteen. They might fire their coach. I don't know that though. I mean, they haven't made the even the NIT in the last five years. They haven't made the NCAA tournament or the NIT in the last five years. And they have your, but they have your number. Uh, Collins is nine and two against Nebraska. Nine and two. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Let's talk to Sean Callahan next in an early break on the ticket. <laughs> 